Yeah, sorry, Jordan, you got two Odins. Yeah, you didn't hear it, but the listeners did. Um, so uh, we're back. Thanks for listening and tuning in to episode 13. Everything is going wrong. 13, well, we already noticed that in the intro. Uh, I'm Jordan, Joraptor, and I'm, of course, always joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Hey, man, how you doing? It's super hot. You already told me that before the show. How are you holding out there? I'm doing good. Buying lots of fans. Uh, it's about 111 degrees. That's here. how you got the uh, subs. You're buying fans. For, uh, exactly. For, <laughs> uh, for, for our friends who aren't American, which oh, is yeah. most of everybody, it's 43 Celsius where I am. So 43, uh, yeah. yeah a, that's insane. Yeah. I, we, we have it the other way around. We have 34. Like that, that's also the highest. We got like one week of that and then it's going back to 25. So. Yeah, that's still pretty hot though. Mm-hmm. That's still like once you get past a hundred degrees, or I would assume like forty Celsius, like anything above that, it, it's all the same at that point. You're just being cooked alive. So. Mhm. Yep. Totally. Um, but you're still holding out. Are you? Did you check out the new uh, yep. Odyssey outfit already? I made a video on it, and then I after the video, I noticed that there were four perks on the armor set, the legendary armor set. It's kind of weird. Because it, the UI is also booked. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to check it out. Yeah, I checked it out a little bit. I wanted to play, get a little bit more time with it. Uh, I needed to dust off all my Odyssey skills a little bit. I haven't mm-hmm. played it in a few months. Me too, man. Me too. But it's a pretty fun, um, pretty fun armor set. If you haven't watched my video on it, totally do. It was yeah. fun to, to go back, um, go a little bit more in depth on the Odyssey sort of uh, yeah perks and how, how that all works again um, because yeah you can basically after two kills you you can immediately go into the Iris Madness again so you're almost all the time in this super OP mode there's nothing else to do in the game they just let you be OP we already saw that with the third episode of the Atlantis DLC and if you really combine those things that you get from that episode you get quite a lot of cool stuff um, with the armor sets but yeah I'm really like going in making the video looking at the armor sets okay cool and then I'm like okay but I've I've played this game enough so I'm I'm heading back out but it's cool they gave it away for free we haven't heard an official announcement yet so that's weird like out of nowhere uh, last Friday so actually after the show uh, we recorded the show last week it was suddenly there like as a Ubisoft Club reward we were speculating yeah. maybe there's like something more going on but it was just that but pretty no, nice. that, I, i'm glad that they i'm glad that they gave it out and i i'm still getting tons of messages from people who are just getting the game too so it's really oh, wow. uh i'm sure it's like a lot of fun for people who are just recently starting to really get into the game like they get this other additional set and kind of gets them excited hopefully for valhalla and stuff yeah. like that yeah, that that's totally why they why they likely did it. Maybe they had something planned, but because of schedule things, they decided they moved it. Like maybe another Odyssey free weekend is coming or something. But I'm not sure. It's weird that they just haven't like tweeted about it. While with the Ezio outfit, they were really on top of it. So that is kind of weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would like boot up Odyssey, get the armor sets. Uh, I know some people deleted the game from their system. Not sure if it's then worth it to go back, but it, it, it's pretty cool. I think it's cool that they do stuff like that, especially for new people, like you said. So let's do the intro first before we talk about some new Valhalla news. There's actually 
some stuff going on and for an in-between period that's pretty cool um the podcast goes live every saturday on your favorite podcast service um itunes soundclouds you can also get it there just download it there or apple podcast google i can't even keep track of everything but we should be everywhere um otherwise you are obviously not listening if you want to like support the show financially then you can head over to my youtube channel joe raptor and hit the join button next to the subscribe button and then for two dollars per month you become a velociraptor uh, raptor member and you get access to the video version of the um of the podcast and also the post show that we do here on twitch after this show and there is other exclusive content i We'll talk about an interview I did recently later on in the in the podcast. We'll likely publish that at some point for members as well. And I want to thank the following names. Simon, Premix, at Gabas. I hope I pronounced it right. Another Simon. Uh, and also um, BZ55 and Gail for uh, joining the uh, Velociraptor members. Uh, you can also go the extra mile and then become a member for five dollars per month and then you also get two days early access to the podcast so you can listen to it on thursday instead of saturday um charles Jer- jeremy b cell shock uh and jill thanks for becoming that and by the way if you are like listening and you are a member again thanks for your support i want to know if everything is clear and jordan you talked about like having maybe a discord at some point for the joe raptor channel like it's super hard to communicate with the members. So if you are a member and if you see the post uh, and also the member video, like it or, or just type something because then I know that people actually get to see it um, because right now it's kind of hard to uh, get a grab of that. Um, you can also like, if you don't want to support us financially, no big deal. Um, it will help the podcast stay alive. Like I pay Jordan per episode. So it's nice. Um, yeah, you don't have to do it, but we can uh, make it happen that way. Um, what you can do, though, if you don't have any money, no problem, review us. And actually, quite a lot of people reviewed us. Um, do you want to start with one of the reviews, uh, Jordan, that we got? Sure. I'll um. Hmm, that one's we'll 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 I'll, I'll breeze through this one, the bottom one here. Oh yeah. To Jordan and Jordan, like a very like a. Oh wow! It's pretty. Letter. It's a long story, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Jor Raptor, I found your YouTube channel in uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn days, and ever Whoa. since I've followed you everywhere, I've loved the podcast, and I'm a massive Assassin's Creed fan and even crazier Viking fan. So this Valhalla game is going to be the best of both worlds for me, and to have you guys, Jordan and Jordan Law Firm, sharing the type <laughs> of information with the world is amazing. I love your work because of. You, my days of playing the game are so much more rich. And then he goes off about how he doesn't like RPG games. I feel like, thank you so much, Alex26227, for your review. Sorry, I didn't finish all of it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, he so he did not like for- RPGs before, but thanks to uh, the channel, he now it is now his preferred type of game. Keep doing good work. Keep pod- podcasting. Oh, he has uh, something. Do you want to talk about that? Origins over Odyssey? Yeah, he picked Origins over Odyssey. Okay, yeah. Um, and last time, I think I picked Odyssey over yeah, yeah, Origins. Yeah. How many slack did he get up a little? Not much, actually. Okay. Oh. We have a good audience. That's good to hear. <laughs> 
Okay, anyway, uh, anyway, do you guys think the story for Hollow will do justice? Uh, yeah, I think uh, at least there will be a good Viking story. Like Assassin's Creed story, it's kind of hard to say, but they got Darby and he knows what he's doing. And actually, we will talk about him, I think, a little later in the episode as well. Um, let's do another quick uh, uh, review. And all these reviews were made via Apple Podcasts. So if you are an Apple Podcast, make sure to leave a rating. That really helps the podcast out. And if you got a review, then we might read it here. Um, we got... Torren, Torrential Rennes, am I pronouncing that right, Jordan? You think? Torrential Rains. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So thanks. That sounds better. No problem. Great AC podcast. <laughs> Love how you talk about everything. I could want to know. I personally would like it if you could talk more about different skills. I can't wait pl uh, to play Mill Avor and dual wield great swords. Ooh yeah. Dang, um, he's gonna be chopping folks up. Yeah, for sure. So I actually made a video about all the, like most of the skills in the game. Um, like Jordan, do you think we have much more to talk about that? There are still some skills that I want to highlight later on that just did not fit in that video anymore. But I think we the one that was kind of referenced and leaked, but not really shown that I'm super interested in seeing, like the mechanics of a little bit is like the feigned death one. Uh, oh where yeah, you like fake your fake your death. And then, like, they sneak up to you and, like, hey, is he dead? And then you get to assassinate him. So uh, that might be a fun one to play around with. Just because it's a new mechanic, I think, to the game. A lot of the skills I've been seeing seem to be pretty standard issue skills. So I'm kind of looking forward to some of the other ones that yeah. might be entirely new. Yeah, for yeah, uh, they talked about that. I'm sure if it will be like, I'm not sure if it will be like Raven, Bear, or um, Wolf. I think Raven is Hunter. I think it will likely be part of that. Although it could also be, oh no, Wolf is actually Hunter. Raven is uh, Assassin. I think it will be either one of those two. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see that as well. As well, let's do another. Uh, review real quick m farm says i love your videos and watch them all and this podcast is so good i don't listen to many podcasts but this is definitely my favorite great job guys keep it up and stay safe um and then everyone has the tactic now jordan of uh, inserting a question but we can talk about this quickly what do you I think about it. sorry no sorry my my throat gave out there oh. um no i said i don't mind answering questions in these i feel oh, like it sure. kind of like throws some content in there yeah yeah it makes people maybe review us more so that's actually a good thing so yeah if you got questions this might be a way to send it so what do you guys think about the ubisoft scandal and do you think it will affect az valhalla and any future projects ubisoft scandal is such a broad thing we talked about multiple things here already on the podcast um yeah Hopefully, I'd say yes. It'll affect AC Valhalla. We don't know what it, how it will, and yes, it'll impact future projects because there's probably going to be uh, less creative. Um, That's uh, what we hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the big creative team that is in that is in charge of like many creative decisions actually before this the whole scandal happened, most of them actually or. Like, they, they changed that up quite a lot, and the big boy who could, like, cancel a game, he had, like, one vote and he could cancel a game, he is gone. So I totally think, indeed, that it will have an impact. I'm not sure if what the impact on Valhalla will be. Like, th that's already, like, they're already, like, content complete at this point. They're just, um, yeah. I guess it depends on how good the game is and how well we all enjoy it when it comes out, mm -hmm. like... 
uh, if there's if there's certain issues with it and it's kind of tied to some of those issues, it might have an effect, but I don't anticipate that. Yeah. No, that, that's for sure. We will have to wait and see. Like, there are already some... The, the, the impacts that we know, but those are not really, like, directly linked to the scandal. But you, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, that, of course, launched last year, and that was a big flop, that did have an impact on games that we're already seeing this year. But I'm not sure. Like, maybe... Uh, um, we, of course, like, maybe translate, uh, uh, like, going a little bit into the news, we had the female Eivor cinematic trailer uh, last Friday. So, if you haven't watched it, it's basically the fe the male, um, yeah, Eivor trailer, but then with female Eivor. Um, and, like, that is not a response, I think, to what is going on, because they cannot make that trailer in a few weeks. And we actually saw it, them tease it already, during the Ubisoft Ford event, so right yeah. or I also like the new they they changed the music too, and I thought it oh, was yeah. actually a lot better. Oh really? I thought the pre other one. Was I did better. like it. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean they're both really good. I like them both, but I, I I think it was the music that really got it for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was a remix of the theme song. So totally like another piece of news is that the second EP of the Valhalla soundtrack is out now. So if you just search Assassin's Creed Valhalla or um, Jesper like on Spotify, then you can actually, uh, yes sir kid, on Spotify, then you can actually find both EPs and listen to the soundtrack already. So there's a theme song that I think will also be in the menu. It's quite cool. We actually, I think we listened to it in the post show last week because you had to go, I think, Jordan, and then we, or did did you still, I'm not I sure. I listened like, to it, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. I had it out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so that, that was, like, posted last week. So now they got, like, a whole EP with, like, seven songs or something uh, that you can find on Spotify. And one of them they remixed for the trailer, although it was kind of hard to hear the comp like it was kind of hard to notice that it was like the theme song but um i, I what do you think of the trailer like i thought the male version was better but like i i, I thought the voice of a female aver i'm not sure like it's was it the same actress because it felt felt different than in the in the final game i think or yeah i would say game, her right? voice acting kind of did it quite have as much impact but i kind of felt similarly about the male one like, okay. i liked it like i just felt like that like i like the odin with is with us but okay. it, it i don't know what was missing about the impact for me i'm not gonna pick it apart i don't i'm not like no 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 i thought it was cool that they did it they did not have to do it like ubisoft like um with all the uh, like in in with Odyssey, they did not they did not do that. We did not really see Cassandra in any of the cinematic or like live action trailers. So mm -hmm. that we're already seeing this is a step in the right direction. Although it would have been nice if they released this also when they revealed the game. But yeah, we're yeah we we can just hope that that is something we will I see moving forward. I definitely am curious how much the blowback for this game or different things and like how we would have perceived the game differently if they would have launched this trailer first instead of the male one but we'll never know hmm um, yeah yeah because also like this trailer is less exciting because we already know the trailer <laughs> like apart from the music and female Avery, it's the same trailer so I've watched the first one many yeah. times already so 
I'm like, okay, yeah, I know, I know how this goes already. Um, but let's transition a little bit because, uh, and you put this actually in the doc as well. So do you want to uh, talk about this comic that they uh, kind of announced and yeah. that is actually coming out? I think, I, I don't like, it's not like uh, that I think that is true, but it's coming out, I think in early October, right? I think that was the the release date they wanted for this game, but because of COVID, it got moved to mid-November. Like, why? Normally, the the comics already like release around the same time as the game, but now um, it's like earlier. So, uh, yeah, do you want to take this away? Yeah. So there's a Valhalla prequel comic that's coming out in October that kind of goes over Avor's heritage and history and family life it's an amazon link leaked kind of a description which i'll kind of briefly uh read through here fearless vikings confront their destiny in this glory seeking prequel to ubisoft's next hit video game assassin's creed Valhalla. <laughs> tensions tensions escalate when a village caught between two rival kingdoms is brutally raided avor warrior and daughter hmm, mm. of wise king uh, Steerborn, hopefully I pronounced that correctly. My Nordic friends will criticize me, <laughs> but it dispatches the raiders, rescues the villagers, and claims the settlement for her father. She also seizes a prisoner woman goal left behind by rivals who declares she possesses the secrets of Asgard itself. But there is more to goal than meets the eye, and her capture will bring death and destruction to Eivor's family. In disgrace, and lured by the promise of treasures and glory, Eivor undergoes a dangerous quest to regain her honor, but what terror awaits in the forgotten temple of a powerful god? All Ooh. the time, her brother Sigurd forges his own legend while searching for fortune in lands of the east, far from home. He finds new weapons and fresh plunder, making a discovery that will change his destiny forever. So the big things to take out is they added a somewhat what like a uh, historic character king steeborn is like avor's father and then they introduce this brother character sigurd which people are kind of arguing if it's like sigurd snake in the eye which yeah is yeah it's another... one of ragnar's son you would think but that that okay yeah no there it's like sigurd is but... also a very popular nordic name yeah yeah time, sure so it could be a completely but it would be like a sigurd. cool plot twist at the end you never know yeah, but uh, it, it kind of uh, revealed some interesting things like that Eivor kind of comes from like uh, a royal royalty and like uh, it, yeah. it, it will be interesting how they kind of incorporate this story into the video game because they're going to give you, they're going to reveal some sort of this version of the story in the game, even we, if it's on a small scale. I mean, we saw the Eivor story trailer where again, Eivor is like, burying someone on the ship so maybe that has to do with i think let's be honest here your prediction that we only see our parents in the flashbacks not sure if that's true anymore like or they they just <laughs> they just save it for the comic well, here it sounds like that they get a little greedy and something bad happens to them so there could be a thing where avor's whole family like it's destroyed potentially in oh, her yeah. way she mm -hmm. she or he have to um find yeah. their way and make create carve out a new home because it sounds like they she went and attempted to build a settlement for her dad and then um 
why didn't they stay at that settlement? Why is she trying to build a new settlement in England? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Makes I you think, think. Makes you wonder. I think it's actually this is really cool that they are uh, doing this and that we like get to know Eivor already before the game comes out. The most interesting part, of course, is that we're talking about female Eivor here. And we also saw that with the Odyssey, I think, book, or I'm not sure if it was a comic or a book, that had Cassandra because she was the canon character. Um, we, of course, talked about the news last week that there were rumors Ashraf would have said that they wanted to go with only female Eivor, but then they had to include a male version as well. Then Darby, uh, the writer, actually came in and said, no, it's way more complicated than that, and you will see in the game that there that we totally did not add the male character later on um so yeah it's still interesting that they're going with female yeah. avor here but i think it's definitely sending mixed signals there's just yeah. been too much info being leaked and shared with all this stuff with the ac sisterhood and all this stuff that's going on like the fact that the comic i know it's just a little thing but the comic book is featuring female avor definitely i think at stacks up to because this comic book has been worked on well for over a year oh now. sure yeah, so, yeah yeah for sure and so probably it, it kind of points more towards the side of that avor was likely potentially female at the beginning and yeah. then they ubisoft yeah. did ubisoft stuff and introduced yeah. the male yeah. character yeah. Um, but Darby keeps confirming, like, I'll just kind of reiterate, Darby is repeating, like, shouting from all the mountains he possibly can that both characters are canon. Yeah. And that they came up with a very, he, he's very proud of how they were able to introduce both of them being canon. Yeah, it's and part of the storyline. Yeah. And you'll figure it out partway through the game. So I'm kind of excited to see what that is. I hope it's not <laughs> underwhelming, but... Uh, he's I hyping it up they better deliver well. but i i yeah. we gotta give him the benefit of the doubt of course looking at his previous For work sure. uh, and yeah that of um those previous games so uh i'm really curious uh i will totally be checking this out like i actually um am reading the horizon comic as well they're basically doing something similar for the new horizon forbidden west game where they are like Horizon Zero Dawn ends on this sort of cliffhanger. And actually the comic continues directly after the first game. While I think the second game actually jumps ahead a little bit. So you kind of know what story happens between those games. Um, and that's likely what they're doing here as well. Obviously we did not have a, an, a game before um, before this. But like we likely know, we likely learn some stuff before the game officially starts. So... I'm hyped about that. I think the art looks pretty cool. I showed it in the video version, but you can just look it up if you just look up like Valhalla uh, Dark Horse comic. I think uh, you will uh, you will find it. It should be on Amazon as well. So um, yeah, really curious about that. So we talked about the soundtrack already. Again, check it out. I think it's cool. I actually did a link to the soundtrack in the Vmail uh, Eivor Valhalla trailer that you can watch on the channel as well. So if you would just want a link, you can go there. And now I want to share some... So I talked about it, we talked about it, I think, last week, that um, I still have some info that I'm kind of sitting on. There was, like, Ghost of Tsushima. We had, like, a ton of summer gaming stuff. Now it's finally 
the news is finally slowing down a little bit. The channel will focus a lot on the Avengers game that's coming out in September. But And I have like a very big secret project that I'm working on. But um, apart from that, in terms of content, it's there's not a lot going on. So I finally had the time to properly ride out one of the two interviews I did. So I did one with Julien that we actually discussed a lot. Like he's the producer on the game. He was also one of the people you could interview uh, during the reveal of the game, then you had like Ashraf, Darby, and Julian, so he's uh, like pretty like a lead of the of the team. And um, during the Ubisoft Forward event, there were like more people. So I already wrote out the Julian interview, talked a lot about the power level and the world map and stuff like that. And there was another person who I uh, talked a lot with about the combat. Like he's also really like focused on the combat. I think you would like him as well, uh, Jordan. So, mm-hmm. one, what we talked about is the weapons and how there were no stats, no perks in the we- when we, we saw the demo. Um, every weapon had like a different name, but the stats were the same and there were no perks on it. So, this should totally not be the case in the final game. But what is interesting and what's new is that every weapon will have its unique effect. So... I really think you can say that every weapon in Valhalla is legendary. Every weapon should have its own unique perk that sets it apart. Obviously, we have the three colors, Bear, Wolf and Raven, that indicates the playstyle of the weapon. But in in that same class, so all the bear weapons, all the one-handed axes should still feel different because they have one set perk. But you can then... and. Uh, I'm looking at the quote right now. So you can upgrade the weapon to increase the base stats. Unlock some perk slots. So you actually unlock perk slots. And then you map some perks like we did in Odyssey. So it seems like instead of having only one perk that we can slot, you have multiple that you can change. What they said is that they really wanted to balance the fact that you have this set weapon that has like this set uh, ability, the set unique perk. And the amount, so instead of like having three perks and one you can add onto it or uh, or two or depending on the rarity, you now should have as much control over the weapon as is like set. So if there's like one unique perk, then you likely have multiple slots that you can actually put we- uh, put your own perks on. You could also customize it visually and I'm not sure how that's gonna work. We'll likely have to go to our friend, uh, the blacksmith in our settlement, to customize the weapon. Yeah, to customize (laughs) the weapon visually. Um, So, sweet balance between between the identity of the weapon and customizing it at your own pace. And you can really map runes and perks that you find in the world. So, you actually find perks in the world as well. It's kind of like the Ostracas from Odyssey that you also had to find. Um, so, what is your takeaway? I hope I kind of explained it correctly. Yeah, uh, no, this, the way you explained it definitely gets me a lot more excited. Like, as you were explaining it, the whole idea that we get to kind of customize the weapons a little bit more. Yeah. I really like that because that was kind of the thing I guess I liked most about Odyssey's combat system was how you could really kind of tailor play styles and have like these uh very unique experiences and it it created a lot of like 
the reason for like my success i guess on content and stuff was because of being able to share these different play styles and like us as a community and everyone else who feels the way that i do or we do about these things we were able to like talk and hang out and like uh community friendships were made so i really like mm-hmm. that entirely and as a system that's kind of what i wanted for odyssey was like i wish instead of just dismantling gear you could like merge four pieces of gear together and pick which uh perk you wanted from each one so you could have like a, a custom item so it kind of sounds uh very similar to like that concept where um we'll all get to be able to pick which perks we like the best i just i i want to know like what those perks are and how much they impact the damage um oh yeah that that's like nitty gritty of course but i I get that but so far it seems pretty uh yeah it seems pretty pretty deep and more customization like this is on top of that insane skill tree right um all the abilities that you can find in the world the armor sets that should function the same as gear so or like as weapons so it will likely also be on the armor set that there's a set bonus that you unlock if you likely wear the full set i i hope they also do something like we have one set bonus if you um wear two parts of the armor and then the full set bonus or something if you wear if you wear the full armor set Uh, i'm not sure if that's the case but set bonuses will at least be back and uh and there they there you will also like upgrade to just increase the stats and then likely also unlock perk slots so you can map a certain perks onto the gear item so i i think they are really tackling the sort of grind that odyssey had um where you just had to farm specific tasks or any task actually that give you epic items to get that perfect roll no now you just have to go to a certain point in the world um get that perk that you want and then put it on the weapon that you want or the armor set that you want yeah that's way better like that was i guess one of the largest criticisms of odyssey was that like grinding that you kind of had to do and like i i mean i made a whole video on it like how to like grind forts so that you could find the right perk you wanted and stuff and it, as fun as it is to kind of like grind sometimes it just got a little like it was a little too much you know yeah and so like i feel like uh this feature will be um will make combat customization really really fun and engaging which i think is the whole point because they're introducing all these new weapon types like we're getting flails we're getting dual wields we're getting all this um probably additional animations we've got Oh yeah, um, all everything kinds is of different yeah. enemies. So uh, they 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 said it, they are marketing it as like the most unique enemy types of any Assassin's Creed game. So there's going to be many different enemies, many different weapon types, and so all the different playstyle customizations should be a lot of fun to be yeah. able to kind of play around with all those things. Um, yeah, I told totally we just am. need to hmm? see a little bit more gear sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I talked about that a little bit as well in uh, my recent video. But yeah, that's kind of weird. But I like this. uh, Like during the interview, it was also said that the next version of the game we will see will include the perks and stuff like that. So then we finally get an idea of what it looks like. And yeah, September is a Ubisoft event. I'm sure we will see the game there again. Or 
yeah, I'm sure we will see it there again. Uh, not sure if we will have the same blowout because it was really like the gameplay reveal, but I'm sure they will have at least one trailer uh, where we hopefully see some gear in action as well. Um, mm -hmm. Because yeah, I'm also curious like what type of perks there are. Like, are we going? Or can we expect the same crit chance and stuff like that, or will it be slightly different? Um, so yeah, that mm -hmm. was my uh, new Valhalla fact. Um, I want to maybe do that every week. So then at least you know by li listening to the podcast that, that there might be some news that you haven't heard about yet. Some secret news. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and what is like, obviously I will talk about this in videos as well. Um, so maybe there will be some like that I already talked about it in a video or that I already talked about on the podcast and then talk about it in a video. But that's kind of how it goes. Um you want to do some questions? I think we, we still got some time, right? Sure. Yeah, we've got some time here. Um, okay, so the 18-minute man has a question for nice. us, Jordan. Uh, how much history and mythology do you like to see in Assassin's Creed Valhalla or in the Assassin's Creed games in general? Uh, he's an 18-minute man, but he can't <sighs> wait to play as female Eivor with a hidden blade. And he's super excited for, um, or she, I guess it could be the 18-minute man as a woman, uh, Ubisoft to take on North mythology. Yeah. So, cool. How much history and mythology do you like in your Assassin's Creed games, Jordan? A lot. I think that's what makes the series, <laughs> uh, because not a lot of other games do it. It's of course not more the question like, do you want them to lean more towards like real history or? the mythology side and I think Valhalla is actually uh, doing an interesting thing where I was kind of worried when they said we, were, we are going really grounded that we would not see the mythical fights that we saw in the demo but they are still doing that sort of stuff as well where you inhale some sort of drug um, and then see this awesome boss fight with a, a boss who is using magical abilities. I really think that stuff like that is super important in a game where you are like you are doing many things that that a real human could not do. So it's still like a game um, in, in a way. And I want to build a cool character to then fight an awesome boss where I really have to use all the all my best gear and all my abilities that I earned. And at some point, you hit a point with like the historical. Uh, things that are possible um, where it's just not exciting anymore like you can have a, a guard with, with like a sword and shield but at some point you've killed all of them so you want some variety and that's luckily what they're still doing like I don't feel they already said I think that we, we should not expect like mythical creatures maybe that's like a DLC later on like we saw with Origins but I think like obviously history is super important and they, they nailed it in quite a lot of games like I actually, and that's what the series makes so great, am hyped to research more or am like intrigued by the setting, like the one that they chose. Like they really make sure that they, yeah, make this awesome world that I'm actually then excited to learn more about through the game or through other ways. And that was with Vikings, like the way as well. Like I was really, of course, or like I was really before um, talking about this, like, before talking about the Viking setting, I was really like, Vikings, raw, raid everyone, uh, no no brain, let's do it. But 
by watching the Viking TV show that I still would recommend to everyone. Um, you learn that there's way more going on and they really seem to nail that as well in this game for as far as I, uh, I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I totally... I, I, I partially agree with you. What I like, I guess... So, I'll kind of address, like, two things real quickly. Is, like, the uh, what got me into the original Assassin's Creed games and Assassin's Creed 2 was this kind of faux history, right? This sci-fi history, which is... Sure. Uh, but it was mainly the story that was kind of, like, leading that, right? Where it was, like, it's real history, but the Isu are here, and there's all this sci-fi aspect, and it kind of like pulled you in like oh my gosh i see leonardo da vinci but then there's also this like apple of eden that i'm trying to find and because the world might explode because we're yeah. all alien children all this interesting sci-fi stuff and what i guess i liked when odyssey and origins at the end introduced the mythology a little bit is i think it, w it was fair a lot of people criticize it but i i think it was fair for odyssey because if you think about greek mythology is just such a, a big aspect and the fact that it was isu artifacts kind of powering the mythology it i it, it sold it for me and so yeah there were I, uh, I five e apples of edens just laying around and uh, i mean yeah, I, I, I thought it was it kind of an easy it explanation it could have it could have been um it could have been explained a lot better i'm not yeah. saying it was the best especially way to handle it, but the Argus the and fact, like the the extra ogres yeah. they added, but yeah, continue. They didn't sorry. just like no, it's okay. They didn't just like put a minotaur on the map and like was like they existed because we invented. They kind of did, I guess, but like they tied it to Isu. They did their sure. best to try to involve the sci-fi aspect, which has been there since the beginning of the game. So, to me, uh, myth like Assassin's Creed isn't just a historic game there is mythology baked into it sci-fi is baked into it and so um i i think it's really clever how they're doing it like you mentioned with the um taking of the drugs or whatever so they although i all i can't kick in my mind is like this image i'm gonna have to edit a video like this uh copyright it i'm claiming it right now is <laughs> like a Avor fight where she takes drugs, she's fighting this, and then it cuts to her all drunk, just like hitting a tree. <laughs> like in reality, she's just yeah. like <laughs> that, that's actually awesome, yeah. <laughs> so like you're 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 experiencing this epic fight, but in reality, all of her raiders are seeing her just like <laughs> yeah. the river, like stomping around. Um <laughs> uh, but I I definitely think that mythology definitely has a, like a place in a sense. Especially, I like the combination of it with history. Yeah, and especially within the settings they chose, like you cannot do an Egyptian game without that, right? You cannot do a Norse like a game uh, set in the Viking era without the Norse mythology. Of course, like I yeah. I like their approach. Like normally when you see games in the Norse mythology, like now the new God of War, for example. They are, of course, heavily leaning on that. This game is not really doing it. I like that approach as well. So you see, okay, how would have people lived in this day and age? And how would they have believed in these gods? Um, but it would be a shame if you are a game where you, you can explain these sort of uh, magical elements through Isu, but also yeah, through drugs or whatever, um, to not do it then. 
Um, that's what I like kind of Ghost of Tsushima is really like grounded in a way there is like one fight where you also take drugs It's kind of similar to what we saw in Valhalla, but apart from that you're just fighting these Mongols and There is also so much stuff they could have done and the combat would have landed It very well, but they really decided no magical beast uh, in in the game and we of course saw that with, with other games before but I like the sort of like not lean too much on it but still have those surprises um, because now every time uh, I just prefer magical elements like in games in general but now every time you have a quest where it's like oh no there's a monster in the cave you know it's not real and that's what I really liked about the Witcher 3 it was like I'm surprised it can go either way it can be a real monster in the cave or it can be a person pretending to be a monster and in the Assassin's Creed games you mostly know it's the it's a random person who's like uh, scaring people but in the Witcher it yeah you could also be fighting like a huge um, beast like I, I really enjoyed that as well and that's why why it was cool in Odyssey to to see these mythical uh, beasts as well um, mm-hmm so uh, I, I can see it both ways and I really think like with the settings they chose they should totally do more mythical stuff because it makes us sense and I think the DLC approach is also cool like have the main game be more grounded and then really explore it um, in the DLC you think we can do mm-hmm. one more question and then do the predictions yeah yeah um, all right do you want to pick one of these or do you want me to go for it uh, you can go for it. I, I will just say that if you have a question as well, assassinscast.com is the email, uh, is the website. Just go there and then you can fill out a form. Sorry, yeah. You, you can choose one. I'm fine. Sure. We'll do the next one. We'll do... Fawn asks, what do you think about Layla becoming a Templar and going rogue? And how that ties in with Aver's choice of appealing to the settlement of his or her own goal? Uh, in another episode, you guys touched on the subject of alliances, maybe how we could side with the King of England and maybe choose between the Hidden Ones or the Order of Ancients. Fawn is excited to play Melee Vor with some axes and the all-new improved features from Odyssey and Origins. Interesting. You, I did, know we've... Yeah. Did you uh, see the, the news um, that, 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 that Darby said... You will soon like Layla as well. This I swear. You will soon like Layla is what he said. Yeah, so uh, people were like, uh, um, now I like all these characters except Layla. Screw her. Still a worthy contribution to the sisterhood. And then Darby's like, you will soon like Layla as well. I think soon he means when the game comes out. So when the game comes Um, out, you will like Layla as well. That's a bold claim. That's a bold claim. Yeah, I feel like I I, I like Darby. He has writ. I like a lot of the games like Revelations that he was the uh, narrative director and stuff on. Uh, he is definitely like writing a lot of checks that need to be cashed, I guess, for the community. Um, but we'll see. I, I I if anyone can do it, I I think he has the, the him and the the narrative team have the capability of I mean, being able to do it. I saw Layla already. I sadly cannot show it like in footage. Um, mm-hmm. And she looked already like... I'm, I'm, I was already intrigued by her new look and what she likely went through and what she, were looking, what she was looking for. So... Um, like, it, I totally think like what they really have to do. But like, I did not hate her. I just 
had no reason to like her. And if they just give a reason to like her, then that is already kind of fixed, I think. So, yeah, there's mainly because there's just it's not that I don't think Darby is capable of it. I just think that certain parts of the narrative over the last few games have been tied, like that has been tied behind the back when it comes to Layla. I don't, I don't hate her as a character. It's just there's just a lot like with the way the Atlantis DLC ended with her like kind of turning against her her uh so like i could see them they could go either way with it like she the the staff overtook spoiler alert the staff overtook her she turned on like her own knocked out i think she might even killed like uh what's her name i forget already but yeah yeah victoria uh, yeah victoria and then uh paralyzes like otzo berg and stuff it's just there's a lot for them to kind of uh correct because it kind of what made Layla I think appear as a bad character was this kind of like randomness to her character where you're kind of like why is she making these decisions why is she doing this like yeah. it doesn't make that much narrative sense so hopefully they I explain. feel like there's a lot of ground to make up and yeah. then like they almost have to cover all the past decisions Layla has made yeah and then go further beyond it and get us to like why she did it and who she's becoming and where she's headed with all yeah. that information. And they only have two uh, short parts uh, for that because um, my prediction will likely be right that she will die the second time we go to the more uh, like forced to the modern day. That was one of the predictions I made in the previous uh, uh, episode. At the end of every SS, SS cast, we like to make predictions for what we think will happen in the game when it comes out. So, the main game that they release on November 17th. And uh, last week we went over the predictions we made in the last few episodes. So, totally check that episode out. If you haven't already, we talk about way more Valhalla news there. Um, and, yeah, now we have two more predictions. And... The one that then gets the most right, Pace g gives the other one a helix pack. That was, I think, what we decided on, right? Yeah, we'll 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 do that. Okay, cool. So, what is one of your predictions, or like, what is your prediction this time? All right. So, I I'll try to make it a bit more specific, and maybe I'll need your help with this. But my prediction is one of the first quests in Norway is going to be a hunting quest. You're going to go out into the snow and you're going to have a bow and arrow and you're going to We already saw that in gameplay. Like is that Yeah. I guess if I w I'm not saying hunting will be in the game. That's a very easy win. I'm saying if you can help me make it a little bit more ambitious like yeah. the first What is the, the animal that we will hunt? Quest, a deer or an elk. Okay. If you put that in there as well then uh, I'm okay with it. And then, like, a bear is going to come along and surprise you, and you're going to have to fight it. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Does it matter? Like, I'm, I, I guess, like, I'll say, like, within the first 30 minutes of the game or yeah, something. Yeah, okay, like, 30 minutes. Average play time, you know? Okay, like, so. It's very uh, up to the front. If there's like, like an you the mechanics of hunting. If there's like an Odyssey style um, mission where you play like Leon Leonidas or that we like play uh, our father or something like that counts as zero and that like that whole mission counts as well, right? Sure. 
Okay. Yeah, that, that's so a like good a tutorial. Point. They, yeah. they could do that. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay. Because in Odyssey, we got our bow pretty not late, but not like early as well. I think one hour into the game, right? Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're so gonna put have the to thirty minutes a... in there too. Okay. Then or or do you want to like do an hour? Let's have the chat decide. Uni bear, the uni bear comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let I will have the chat decide. So should we do right. that? It's like the first hour or the first thirty minutes. That there's a hunting yeah. quest where you do a deer. Let's see what. What we're gonna have to do, Jor. By the way, when this is all said and done and the game's launched, is we're gonna have to do a special Assassin's Cast episode prediction only. Oh episode. yeah, that's awesome. That's a good one. Where we're gonna audit all the predictions and we'll let chat correct us. Yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. And then we'll at the end of it, okay. one of us is. People are kind. Out. People are kind. They are. They agree with your hour, so you you're gonna have the hour. Ben wow. is like, don't make it too easy for him. Well, too late. So we're doing the hour. Thanks everyone for voting. We will go into the uh, post show in a second here. First, I got my prediction. There will be at some point a hidden blade upgrade. So kind of like the uh, phantom. Blade that we got in uh, in Unity. So that yeah, something like that. That at one point we will have like a modification to our hidden blade that will let us do something cool that we could not do before. Do it, does a what if it's double? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask that. So does that count? I would say. Hmm. I'm not sure. I could see it either way. Let, let's should we ask the chat again? <laughs> the, chat, yeah, the chat could just decide. Okay, so it could go either way for me because technically it would be an upgrade. I would assume in the skill menu where you craft a second one or something. Yeah, I think it's story um, tied though. Like, yeah. I could like make it like this that I say like, uh, there's like, it happens in the story so that at well, one point in the story there will be a way where you upgrade your hidden blades or that you get like a second one. Um, okay. So that it's tied to the story. So not a skill or anything, not an ability. All right. Yeah. Um, I, no, I'm willing to let you have also you, making a second one count as an upgrade. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got like, yeah, we, we got people in the chat say that as well. And we got Hyperboom say throwable hidden blade <laughs> that you have to pick it up each time. <laughs> Then re-strap it on. Yeah. Chuck it again. Strap yeah. it on. I mean, <laughs> Alexios and Cassandra, like, they threw the, the Spear of Leonidas as well, but they would, like, no, immediately true. teleport behind <laughs> the target. Yeah, that was... They had really... They had strong quads because they yeah. were able to lunge, like, 30 meters, like, within a split second. And, and be silent about it because it was, like, an, an assassination ability. Yeah. I mean, the suit, awesome. man. It, it gave them unique powers. Okay, so... I think uh, you're right about that. I think you you will get... I think you might have gotten a, a point here, my friend. That's a good one. Mm, thanks, thanks, thanks. We will see. We will see soon enough. We're Let's do a countdown timer as well. I, I will totally forget this. But we're actually... It's already like the middle of August. Damn it. <laughs> That's going way too fast. Um, we're like one, two, three months away from this game. Wow. Wow. It's going to come quicker than you realize. Yeah, and then we have like a ton. Like they only showed the game two times. And they mostly show, show games like five times or something before release. So 
it's gonna be good and uh, thanks for being along the way uh listening to the podcast supporting the channel supporting jordan's channel when he finally returns we're still waiting is it also in three months we we, we will know we will know soon enough um yeah don't forget to rate the podcast on apple Podcasts or other rating services that you're using would really help us out leave a review and maybe add a question to that we might answer it as well if you got other questions assassinscast.com if you want to go the extra mile they can also support the show financially by hitting the join button next to the subscribe button two dollars per month get you access to the video version and the post show that we're about to do here and also the audio version if you support it for five dollars per month then you get early access to the show and have it live immediately after the like we were live recorded we're now going into the post show jordian where can people find you before we uh talk to the twitch chat more directly always reach out to me on twitter at it's jordan does if you want to chat or join our amazing discord shout out dynamite shout out radco ac-builds.com slash discord come and hang out guys do Have it good old time. what are you waiting for do it AC What's builds. <laughs> really, I think I think you, you have to build like if you have like the the same ambition to like build a Valhalla build website. I think you're gonna put thirty slots, man. Thirty or three hundred. Sorry, three hundred skill notes. It's gonna be uh, and hey. if you can like and like grab perks in on every weapon. How how is that gonna look, man? Hey, listen, maybe. Maybe not. There might be already some work being put towards that. Ooh. I, I know. We don't know yet. No. I, I guess you don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will speak to you next Saturday or to Early Access every Thursday. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>